This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. I can't keep you all day, and I do want you to hear my conversation with Cole Henry. So let's get to that right now on Bustin' Loose Baseball. I promised you guys we'd get Cole Henry on the show to get an update on how his recovery is going, and we find him right now in West Palm Beach to do just that. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? I am well. It's awesome to talk with you again. So quick refresher for everybody on Cole. Uh, he is one of the best pitching prospects in this system. Uh, one of my favorite pitchers in the minor leagues over the last couple of years. He was dominant in college and was drafted by the Nationals uh, in the second round with the 55th pick and immediately just started shoving. Uh, nobody could hit the guy at a 2-3 and a 170 ERA over a couple of seasons, but he kept having injury issues and wasn't feeling right. And then he came on the show last year to tell us about the thoracic outlet procedure that he was going to have after he was diagnosed needing to have surgery for that. So now at 23 years old, you're trying to become one of the poster children, so to speak, for coming back from the thoracic outlet procedure. And everybody's being very positive in the organization of what they're seeing so far. So get us up to speed. How you feeling? Yeah, I've been feeling great. Um, recovery process has been uh, fairly smooth so far. I haven't had any setbacks or anything. Um, arm has felt really good after each outing, bouncing back uh, better than before. Um, and honestly, I haven't felt this good in a really long time. So, you know, just trying to stack outings on top of each other down here during my rehab process and uh, – get built up to where I can go four or five innings in a start, and then we'll be ready to go up north somewhere. 
So let's just start with the stuff right now. Is the velocity the same as it was before the procedure, or you're still building up to that? And how about the rest of the repertoire? Like, are the pitches, if I'm just watching or even analytically looking at the numbers of each pitch from before and after the procedure, how do they stack up? Um, as of right now, it's it's more of the same from before uh, without the side effects after. Uh, so basically, fastball velocity has been about the same, around 94 to 96. Um, Changeup and, and slider have been really good. Uh, usually sitting about my normal range as far as off-speed and stuff go. Um, yeah, I mean, everything's been pretty much back to normal or even better. And then when you had the surgery, like, give us an idea of that initial recovery. How long was it before you threw a baseball? What were you actually doing? What were the, the worst parts of that recovery for you? What did that look like in the early days after the procedure? Because, I mean, for people that don't remember, they can go back and listen to the pod when you kind of documented what, what all would be involved. It was amazing. Uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're like removed a rib, basically, right? Yeah, yep. Um, so... I would say the first couple of days after surgery, I would say the first week or week and a half were pretty, uh, pretty painful. Um, you know, coughing, sneezing, uh, laughing, anything that I guess would constrict or, uh, whatever my ribs, you know, anything that put a little bit of pressure on my rib cage, it would, it would hurt pretty bad. Um, and then I would say probably about after two weeks post-surgery, uh, I was starting to feel pretty normal again. Um, I could move my arm uh, fairly normally as far as you know grabbing things or picking something up. I couldn't really lift anything heavy for about a month, but I mean, I could I could do basically any normal activity uh, was was pretty easy. Um, I had to slowly kind of build up my range of motion, especially in my pec, because I had my pec minor removed, so. Uh, my pec was kind of What's a really pec tight. minor for a guy that doesn't know where gyms are and has never been in there? <laughs> so uh, I might be sort of wrong on this, but so you have a pec major and a pec minor um, where you're that's like basically your chest muscles. You know, if you're bench pressing, that's what you're working would be your, your pec. And the pec um, minor so, like rides buses and the pec major goes on a plane and plays in front of 40,000, right? Yep, yep. So <laughs> basically, yeah, your pec minor is smaller and uh, – I guess you don't necessarily need it as much as your pec major. Um, but I think my pec, my pec minor was causing a good bit of my issue as far as the nerve constriction and stuff like that. So basically they removed that thing and removed my rib and my neck muscles, which are called your scalenes. And, uh, yeah, it's been great so far, but yeah, first couple of weeks, the, the pec was really tight. So, I was really working on just getting that thing stretched back out, getting some strength back into it a little bit. Um, just, you know, being able to reach my arm overhead was the biggest goal the first couple of weeks. So slowly building up to being able to get full extension above my head. And then once that happened, I started to move into a little bit of a strengthening process. And then that lasted for about two months. So I had surgery, I think, August 26 of this. And then... I was throwing, my first day of throwing was, one second, I can tell you, first day of throwing was October 26th. Wow. So, basically two months after surgery, right? That's pretty quick. Yeah, Yeah, two months after surgery, I was back throwing, really light, but I was back throwing, so, yeah, it was 
I mean, pretty fast recovery. I, uh, I progressed pretty quickly through it all. I mean, it's really basically just how you feel. I mean, they didn't reattach anything or, you know, we're not, we're not waiting for anything to take back to your bone or whatever. It's basically just, you know, you're feeling good. Your body's healing upright. You can start progressing through. Um, and if you're feeling better and better each day, you just keep on progressing and making it a little tougher and just trying to get stronger. That's amazing. Within two months being back on the mound. One of my favorite viral videos online is when all of the Peck miners find out that they're getting called to the Peck majors and that the manager comes in into the, you know, you see the video of him sitting in the manager's office and he tells him that he's getting called up and then the Peck miner becomes a Peck major. I'm going to keep shoehorning in this miners and majors Peck thing as best yep, I can. Yep. Uh, yeah. this, this dad joke about pecs. Um, all right. So, you pitch within two months, which is incredible. And then I, I remember texting with you a little bit. You, like, you quickly felt really good. Like, your body felt better. You felt like the, the quote-unquote, I, I don't want to say it this way, but the problem had been fixed, right? I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like yeah, you felt I free mean, and easy again. Yeah, I would say uh, once I had surgery, got over the initial, you know, recovery, of having surgery and being sore and all that, you know, uh, yeah, it was pretty – pretty quick moving and uh i was pretty aggressive with my rehab strengthening part of things um i'd kind of go like, if i felt something you know I'd back off a little bit but i would go until and i had a little bit of discomfort and then i feel like that really helped me you know, a lot of people i think uh post-surgery especially tos kind of get you know a little a little hesitant um a little timid to you know use their pec and their arm and stuff like that but i think you know the, the body is pretty you know, pretty adaptive as far as that goes. And I feel like it's pretty resilient. Um, so you could push it a little bit and uh, just go based off of feel, how you feel. And uh, that's basically what I did all off season was just push it a little more every, every day. And uh, every week I was just setting a new goal. Like I was doing dumbbell bench press was one of my strengthening exercises for my pec. And every, every week I try to go up 10 pounds. And by the end of the off season, I tried to, uh, my made it my goal to try to get to a hundred pound dumbbells and I only got to 85s, but it was close enough for me where I was like, all right, I'm pretty, pretty comfortable with how my strength has progressed and all that stuff. And I mean, I started with like five pound dumbbells, so it was a good off season and I had a, a good workout place in tread athletics in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. that really um, helped me throughout the whole thing this off season. So. Cole Henry with us here on Bust and Loose Baseball last season in 31 innings that allowed just 14 hits and struck out 34 batters, a 131 average against before the shutdown. And eventually, after a lot of poking and prodding and trying to figure out what was going on, I ended up having the thoracic outlet surgery, as he mentioned, in August. And he is recovered and trying now to get back to pitching in games. So where are we in that process? I mean, obviously in the spring you weren't pitching in games, but you got to throw off of a mound a ton. Uh, you are in West Palm, so I'd imagine, what, simulated innings, live BP? Like, what exactly are you doing? As of lately, I've been basically just throwing inter-squad games. Um, I threw my last outing two days ago i'm up to two innings right now and and is that like 50, like 30 pitches or what is that yeah it's about 30 35 pitches okay um but the goal is to hopefully get to about 65 to 75 pitches or four or five innings and then they'll uh ship me out of here to an affiliate hopefully so 
within the next month or month and a half, I think I should be good to go. So then every five days, presumably, you do another one of these sessions, these um, uh, these opportunities where you're throwing against, in an inter-squad game, who? The, the other guys that are there that are rehabbing or players that are at the facility for some reason? Like, who, who are you taking on? Yeah, I've been facing uh, rehabbers so far. Um, I faced, so last outing I faced Robert Hassel, uh, Frankie Tostado, um, who else is down here? Donovan Casey, uh, just just to name a few. Um, but yeah, mostly double A, triple A guys that are rehabbing is who they've tried to match me up against so far. And and um, you're going uh, max effort, obviously, like as if it's a game, and so are they. Yeah, yeah, definitely game game situation. And how's it gone, yeah. results wise? Are you are you interested in the results, or more just how you feel at this point? Oh, a little bit of both. I mean, I, I'm a myself a pretty big competitor as far as that goes like in game i'm trying to i'm turning it on i'm trying to get out you know um but it is a little bit of like all right how are we feeling post game uh first couple of days like how's my bullpen session going stuff like that I had a bullpen today um and it went really well so i mean bouncing back recovery wise everything's been pretty pretty solid so can't complain there and then in, in games i've been thrown really well too uh, had four strikeouts in two innings, one walk, no hits, no runs. So it's been pretty good. Steamed up. That's a good line there. I like that. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so then in five days after that, do they give you X number of pitches each time, like your dumbbell thing where you add five or ten pounds? Like, okay, you threw 30. Now we're giving you three innings and 45 pitches. Or is it not that simple each time with how much is being tacked on? No, that's that's about it. They, uh, they'll they add about it. So usually I'll I'll throw at each like let's say uh, benchmark we'll say that so basically like the last one was two innings my next one will be two innings and then after two starts of two innings I'll go to three innings or 45 pitches and I'll do that twice and then I'll go to four innings or 50 pitches or 55 pitches and then hopefully five innings 65 pitches and then every every uh. Every like every time you add something, it, you usually do it twice. So it's kind of a slow buildup, but it, it's it's a good one. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So then you said you want to be stretched out to a handful of innings. The plan then it would seem to reason would be you would report to the affiliate, as you said. I would hope AAA, but I guess possibly they could put you in AA and, and move you quickly out of there if you, you throw well. But maybe you go to AAA, you're on the door of the, the big step of the big leagues, and I would imagine at that point you're starting and, and you're going like five innings at a time, 70 pitches, whatever it is, right? Like uh-huh. once you get to AAA, in other words, the the recovery part of it is over and you're just Cole Henry starting pitcher Rochester Red Wings. Is, is that right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically game on. Once I'm out of here, I think I'll uh, – you know, I don't know how they're going to want the innings and stuff. I know I was on like the inning count last year, so – 
I could be on something similar to that, maybe like not going past five or six innings for the first few. Um, but I guess I'll probably just go based on what they're what they're wanting me to do. But I mean, I feel like it's going to be, yeah, just you know, you got 80 pitches. Let's let's see what you can do, or you got 95 pitches. I think it'll be a slow build up all season um, until once I'm at like 100 pitches, then you know it's just a normal normal starters uh routine i mean hopefully i can get as many innings as i can out of 100 pitches dude i'm so fired up for that that's awesome like your mindset this entire time has been really amazing and inspiring like it's you you got dealt a bad hand here but you really all along you kind of said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna have this surgery and whatever happens happens and i'm gonna do everything i can to come back and You've just had a really good way about you this whole time, and I think that's probably partially why this recovery's gone so well, and I, I just admire it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Got a good team behind me, uh, family and my fiance, and, uh, you know, good group of coaches around me that they keep me, keep, me, uh, keep me motivated and, you know, help me know that if I keep doing what I need to do, that everything's going to take care of itself, so... Just believe in that, trust in that, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. You can't control – you can only control what you can control, you know, so. West Palm is a great spot. I mean, I go down there for spring training just about every year. Pre-pandemic, we went down as a show for a week at a time. Uh, it's just really, really nice venue and, and pummels what they used to have, which you'll never have to worry about in uh, – was it Melbourne? I guess Vieira. But anyway yeah, – Vieira. Uh, I mean, West Palm's a good enough spot, but you've got to just be so over it at this point. Like, I mean, how you've just spent so much time there. <laughs> this was never yeah. the plan for you. It feels like for a year you've been rehabbing and doing everything there. Like, there, there's no chance you haven't eaten at every restaurant. You know, you've been to every movie theater. Like, you, you've just you got to get out of there, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been sentenced to Guantanamo Bay. Um, <laughs> just stuck down here on the island. But no, no, it's yeah, it's not. You know, there's worse places you can be for sure. Um, but yeah, it does get a little old going, doing the same thing every day in the same place, and not really. How do you keep so, uh, keep, you know, hungry? Um, not only motivated, that one's easy, but like upbeat. And I mean, you've, you maybe you do get down sometimes, and I just don't, you know, we, we don't see it, or, or, you know, when we're interacting, I don't notice it. But I mean, how do you keep so up when you're, you're this is the hard part that no one watches? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just got to trust in the process. And, um, you know, I just know one day that I'm going to be out of here and I'll be able to show what I can do and be at full health. And that's, I think that's what keeps me motivated is just knowing that that's in the near future and hopefully I can do what I know I can do. So, Are you able to play any golf or have you tabled that for a while? Oh, yeah, I've, I've played some golf. I didn't know if that was on the, the, the do not do list now or, you know, it's like, you know, you probably do just about everything like you used to. And I'm, I'm like worried and protecting like, Oh, I'll, I'll hand you that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Usually I, I stayed, uh, I stayed away from golf until I started, th- when I started throwing like bullpens and stuff, you know, and I was hundred percent healthy and ready to go. Um, that's when I get myself to pass or I can play a little bit of golf every now and then. So is so. is that one of the, the main pastimes? Like what, what are you doing for fun outside of baseball to kind of uh, just have some enjoyment non-work division? I uh, play a lot of video games and I have my, uh, my dogs down here with me. So they make it, they make it fun. 
Are, are they you, you obviously taking them on walks and stuff? But you go to dog parks or like what kind of? What's their oh, big yeah. thing? Yeah. So my fiance, her dog is a boxer, and then I have a I have a one year old lab, and walks don't cut it for my lab. I have to <laughs> wear her out. So yeah. she she loves the she loves chasing fetching the ball. So she she'll fetch a ball for I mean thirty minutes straight until she can barely walk anymore, and then she'll start laying down, and I know. She can. She'll actually uh, act normal once we're back in the hotel room. But if she's not worn out, she she's bouncing off the walls in there. So she get she keeps me busy. What kind of lab? Uh, black lab. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean yep. the, the energy's crazy. And um, I have neighbors uh, right now. They've got two big boxers, and those dogs are relentless too. Like they just I don't I don't know where that energy comes from. But same thing. I'll bet you got to run both those dogs. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd be surprised. Our uh, our boxer, his name's Blue. He's four years old. He's a big old boy, and he he just likes to to chill out all the time. I mean, wow. He, yeah, you, you take him on a little walk around the block, and he's he's beat. I mean, he's ready to lay down and hang out. He he'd rather chill all day than than uh, go crazy. I don't know. Maybe we got lucky with one, but he's a great he's a great chillaxer. Great off day dog. Cole Henry of the uh, national system here on uh, Boston Loose Baseball. A couple of moments left. What are you binging? Uh, any shows or movies here lately that you've watched? Uh, I, I'm not really a show guy. I, I think uh, I, I don't have the attention span for that long. You know, I, I think I'm I'm a movie guy. I I've been watching. Uh, I've watched a few movie movies here lately. I'd say The Prestige. I don't know if you have ever seen that one. Of course, yeah. I mean, just a classic. Uh, that's that was my latest watch. I mean, just a great movie. But yeah, like any really good movie is is all me. Man. I love movies, but I just can't can't really get into TV shows. I I just can't buy in. I think I'm gonna go see Air uh, in the next couple nights here. The new um, movie about Nike and Michael Jordan and the shoe line. You seen the trailer? Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I've seen them. I I really I really want. I'm a, I'm kind of a sneakerhead, so. I definitely want to go go check that one out. It looks sick. All right, before I let you go then, so let, let's just get some kind of final thoughts looking ahead. So timeline you think would be your best guess. I know you don't have a you know a lot of say in it, obviously, but you, yeah. you think maybe a month or so and maybe we could possibly see an affiliate or a little more than that? Uh, I would either say around mid to late May. That would be awesome. Yep, that's, that's the goal right now. Uh, you know, barring any setbacks, uh, I should be I should be good to go by mid to late May. I would say at the at the latest. Well, good for you, man. Congrats on on everything so far here as you're coming back. It's been uh, pretty inspiring to see the, the work pay off. I appreciate you. You be well, Cole. Hey, you too, Grant. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for man. Having me on. Cole Henry, Nat System, hopefully going to be uh, in uh, AAA here, uh, high minors in the next month and a half or so, getting ready for his call to the big leagues. Easy guy to root for. I'm pulling for him not only to get to the affiliated level of AAA ball real soon, but then also get that call to the majors and just stay healthy. If he's healthy, he will be really helpful to the Nationals for a long, long time to come. Uh, That'll do it for this installment of BLB. Dan will be back in the saddle with me very soon for the entire crew, including producer Darius Dameron. I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember, starting next week, we'll be reading 
as many of your kind things that you said and shouting you out as possible. We are not too proud for that. So go right now and rate and review the show. Say something really nice. And as of next week, we're going to start reading those reviews. Please spread the word. Tell your friends to listen. we got to grow this sucker. That's why we're doing it. Make sure people are listening to Bustin' Loose Baseball each week, all season long. We're going to start giving you hopefully two episodes a week, as I mentioned. Uh, We wanted to do this season very, very soon. Thanks for listening. We'll chat with you again real soon on BLB.